everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I am here with uh, my friend Rob Henderson. Uh, Rob, how are you doing today? Hey, good, Richard. How are you? Doing okay. So we're watching. We watched a show called uh, Yellow Jackets. Um, it's on Showtime. Uh, it's had the first season um, last year, I think, twenty twenty one. We're trying something new. Usually, we watch a whole thing and then we um, talk about it. Uh, we watched episode one through six. So there's ten episodes in season one we watch one through six so for those of you who are uh who haven't watched it which is you know some of you have watched it but most of you you know probably it's not like the biggest show in the world um though for those of you who haven't watched it you can listen to this or you can go watch it first um you know watching six episodes is more manageable than than 10 and then you know you could be caught up with us by the time we do uh seven through ten uh so you can watch this with us unless you know it's very hard we do like the sopranos we do like a whole you know six seasons whatever uh in one you know one ep- the one uh, episode and then you know if you haven't seen it that, that that's it uh, we watched anyway. uh yeah we watched six and it was uh it's a fast-paced show too right like it's uh it's very much a sort of uh what like a cinematic style like just like fast paced the plot is interesting the characters are interesting there's no sort of like literary meandering in this kind of show there the way there is in other kinds of shows like even the sopranos uh there were shows that didn't really have a lot of uh content within self-contained episodes but this one is like every episode matters it keeps you hooked there are a lot of cliffhangers so yeah this is like you can get through six episodes pretty quickly i think yeah so this is a show where the main characters are all female and you, you, what's that feminist criticism where they where they say how many movies are there where like two women are talking to each other uh, uh, and not about a man? I'll probably mispronounce this. It's like the the Bechdel test or the Bechdel test. It's B E C H D E L. Okay. And yeah, it's something about like yeah, two women communicating and not about relationships, I guess, right? Or boyfriends or yeah, or not a man. I think it was just not a man. Yeah, and I think that's right. I think the feminists are. I, you know, I don't doubt this is true. You watch a lot of shows. Yeah, you start paying attention to it, and that's and that's right. And you know, that's that's fine. We're not we're not woke here. Um, we understand. Like, if you're making a movie about war or organized crime or something, you know, which a lot of shows are about stuff like that, or you know, politics or history, you know, it's obviously going to be men. So it's it's so have a show that th- this heavily female is, you know, rare and rarely something I. I watch, you know, uh, have you, have you watched a show recently in like years? Like that has had this, uh, you know, was this female heavy and part of the top characters? Uh, I watched a show a few years ago or it's just in the lockdown, like two years ago, big little lies. Uh, it was an HBO miniseries with like Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, some other like big name. There was like four or five women. Um, but that's like the only one I can remember. Yeah, but yeah, yeah this might be days. like I can count yeah. on like one hand for sure, like this kind. Yeah. Kinds of so shows. the two, the two ones that I remember watching, Sex in the City, back when it was out, um, and then Girls. Did you watch Girls? I thought. Girls oh was really right, good. yeah, I watched like the first three or four seasons yeah. of Girls back back yeah. when they were still on the air. Yeah. Shows literally called Girls. That's how rare an all female show is. Just <laughs> girls. Then you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Although so. interestingly, there's no. Is there? Well, there's a show called The Boys, but there's no show called just boys or guys. There's no, there's no show called there, guys, right? There's no guys. There? Yeah. There's the the boys, which is the. Uh, yeah, that's the superhero thing, which I watched like the first half of, half episode of. Um, a lot of people like that, but I've I've never seen any. Yeah, I've never even watched a trailer. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so yeah, so this show is yeah very female heavy, and it's not Six in the City, and it's not Girls because I felt like both of those shows were like overtly political in their own way, um, mm. and they represent politics of different times. And like Sex in the City was like sort of more sex positive, you know, heteronormative uh, liberalism, you know, whatever, you know, in the early two thousand, and then Girls was more like cynical. Um, and, you know, just like they, they were jaded by like the sexual revolution. It was like the sex of the city. They were like still living it. And like by the time you got to girls, they were just, you know, it was, it was more nihilistic. Was there um, a generational gap there? Like sex in oh, the yeah. city was more like Gen X, I guess. And, and, even they, and girls they was even, more millennial. Yeah. And even the characters were old for the show too. So they were like, it was, I don't know, in like the early 2000s, late 1990s, but they were like 40 years old. I mean, they were, they, they, so they were they like were borderline boomer. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, women, they were right? almost boomer. Yeah, there's, so it's like yeah, yeah. Gen, yeah, and so and girls was like came out ten years later, but I think they're like 10, 15 years younger. Yeah, um, they, they were like, the like yeah, well into the millennial era, that generation, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. So it's yeah, it's only it's not that far apart in like time when they were shows, but yeah, it's very far yeah. apart in, as far as generations. Uh, so, but this one is not really. This is not political. This doesn't have. A co- this doesn't have a narrative about women in general. Um, you know, I, I don't get that. Um, it's just sort of a girl's version of a uh, of um, uh, Lord of the Flies. Did you ever read Lord of the Flies, by the way? I never read Lord of the Flies, but I've I, you know I've I, I can see the I, like I know the the plot right. It's a very famous book, so uh, yeah, yeah. I, that would make sense that it's sort of the the what the female version of Lord of the Flies. I mean, it reminded me, this is like an obscure reference of this book by uh, the biologist Robin Baker, uh, like uh, 10, 15 years ago called Primal, about like this shipwrecked group of, it was like a group of professors and students who got stranded in an island, and then they sort of like devolve, and it's supposed to be this sort of commentary on like what human nature looks like separated from civilization, which I guess is what Lord of the Flies is too. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, and the... um... And the uh, uh, Robin, uh, yeah, and the um, and I, you know, I think, and there's, uh, you know, there's different. I wish I actually wish I did. I didn't read a lot of Fies either. I, I think I started to read it at one point, but um, I wish we could have compared it a bit because there's there's this hmm. thing called human nature, but there's also this thing called male nature, and there's also this thing called female nature. And I don't know if this is where the show is going, but if it just ends up that the female. Um, uh, you know, well, the female experience of the wilderness is no different than the male experience in the wilderness. They're just copying what happened Lord of the Flies. I would be very skeptical that that's a realistic portrayal. Um, I mean, I guess like uh, so if some, I could imagine someone hearing that, and and I mean, one of the key plot points of this show is that Shauna, right, one of the main characters, one of the young girl. Well, I guess we should set up the plot, right, for people who are listening. Yeah, is, uh, this group of it's a soccer team of high school girls. Uh, and their coach, and I think, like, I don't know, there's, like, a couple of boys. I actually don't know how they were involved. Like, there's a teenage oh, yeah, boy. I, 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 I talked to, talk to some people. About, so, yeah, I had to figure this out with people. So, the, yeah, they were they were going on a, uh, to finals or national championship or something, and they crash yeah. in, like, the woods. And it's apparently, it's in Canada, isn't it? It's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, like Canada. the wilderness of Canada. Yeah. And so yeah, they're so up they there. And, and and also the uh, assistant coach, the guy, the, so the, uh, the girls team is there. Some of the girls die, uh, I think, in the plane crash. Uh, but then there's the assistant coach, 
um, who's lost his leg. And then there's two yeah. young teenage boys with them um, that were the sons of the coach. The coach died. Oh, um, right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause they, they talked about, yeah, there was like a little plot point between the two boys and like how one, the younger boy was like, you know, uh, uh, distressed at the loss of their father. But then the older boy was like, Oh, dad was an asshole or whatever. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So they, they have the one teenage boy who's the same age as the girls who has like a little love affair with one yeah. of them. And then like there's a younger boy who's probably like 12 or something who's just along for the ride, I guess. And one of the, so the, the like the sort of the leader of the group, right, Jackie, she's like the pretty girl. She's like the one that is sort of the center of the soccer team. Uh, she has this boyfriend who's a very good looking guy, but she doesn't know that her best friend, Shauna, uh, yeah. is secretly having sex with her boyfriend. Or had uh, sex, did she have sex once? Secretly having sex? I, or just I think it sex? was a couple of times that they did this, okay. right? The, the, the cheating went on a couple of times. And so then Shauna gets pregnant, and she's pregnant out there while they're stranded in the wilderness. And anyway, so, so, so this is just to say that, like, it's not the same, I guess, because they have to deal with challenges like pregnancy, right? Well, the way that I, mean, I mean, yeah, that's, 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 you know, periods. Yeah, obviously that's, right. You have the whole scene with like, you know, their, their, yeah, their periods, set, set up, you know, Aunt Flo shows up at the same time and they all have yeah. to deal with the, uh, whatever the sort of how to deal with periods and, and that kind of stuff. So there's like, they, they, they underscore that these are a bunch of teenage girls. Right. And yeah, but, yeah. but, and do you think the other part of they're, they're, they're trying to say that they're all the same? Like I, I, don't, I don't know. I'd have to re- I'd have to read Lord of the Flies and see what sort of <laughs> what happens there. And if it just copies it, then yeah. Well, that, that it's not the Lord of the Flies. Aren't they like young boys though? I remember like reading about Lord of the Flies, and aren't they like I don't know, ten year old? I mean, someone in the comments or something can correct us, yeah. but I thought they were like ten or twelve. They weren't like I, I think it would have been a much different kind of you know if you stick a bunch of sixteen year old boys in the wilderness. I think it would have been different. Uh-huh. But I, uh, yeah, and so, but the other part of the show that is going on is there's also this happens in the like 1990s, late 1990s, and so they're they're like high school, I think, you know, seniors or juniors or whatever at the time, and then you also have you know you're cutting back and forth between the present day, so it's like 2022, whatever, and a couple of the women are are still there. Um, they're one of them's running for the state senate. Uh, one of them is like a housewife. Uh, one of them uh is like a you know like a nurse or something one of Misty. them is like a drug addict uh, this is nikki uh nicole natalie. nikki natalie. uh natalie. Na- natalie um and yeah. uh and then one of them we know at least jackie is dead um after we, we find that oh out we so that's one of the interesting well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah she, people think, she's, think dead. she's dead everyone thinks i mean she's probably is dead but there could be this could be like a plot twist later could we don't be a know twist. Yeah, because right, we haven't seen like if we see so the the timelines there's 1996 when the girls are you know stranded and then 2021 when a few of them survive and you see their sort of middle aged lives what they're like now having gone through this incredible ordeal, uh, but we haven't seen like who specifically dies yet right like we're led to believe in 2021 that Jackie's dead but we haven't seen her physically die in 1996 yet so it's yeah we haven't seen her die but her parents think. Yeah. yeah her parents think she's dead her friends assume she's dead um did they see her die or did she just disappear and never you know did she just disappear in the woods or something and and so they're being they're being stalked by somebody and i think i, I don't know if we're supposed to know this at this point is, is it misty is misty just doing this or is it you know is, is misty just uh getting that uh that uh dark-skinned woman to go around following everyone because she's trying to get the money or is it somebody else 
Oh, I yeah, that's that's unclear to me. It seems it's like Misty somehow yeah. involved in that, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been completely. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure. I know what you mean though. That like, yeah, they're yeah, getting these types of just leaving money on on like uh, whatever. Like, there's like a sort of a blackmail thing going on here. Ransom. Yeah, a- and she. Uh, okay, so yeah, we're 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 okay. So we're yeah we're. Uh, Worth it. Yeah, that, so that's the plot. Yeah, that's yeah, that part is yeah, that part is a little bit unclear. That like now in the future, right? In in twenty twenty one, these girls are getting different messages from someone saying like, you know, we know what you did. If you don't give us money, we're going to what reveal potentially damaging yeah. information. But I guess we so could I, talk more about the uh, the characters, right? Like yeah. what what each character is like within the plot, because I mean, it's that's part of what makes it interesting, right? Like they managed to create each character who is actually yeah. compelling and. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jackie is the most compelling, and I was very sad when we learned uh, she, uh, you know, she's may probably dead. Um, the the leader, the the leader of the group, the the girl, the pretty girl that yeah. everyone supposedly. Well, she's yeah. I guess in the in the soccer team situation, right? Like the coach specifically says that I want you to be the leader because you have the most influence, right? Mm. She has that sort of popular girl. Yeah. Uh, 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 social uh, yeah. influence on the others, but but why do you find her the most compelling? Because uh, she's the prettiest, um, and she's <laughs> okay. got the best personality. I but, mean, she's. Uh, you don't think most guys would? You don't think most guys would find uh, Jackie more compelling than most of the other girls? Well, I mean, what do you mean by? I mean, she just seems like you're to me like a, a sort of standard like cookie cutter. I don't know, pretty girl for the show. And then, like, once they're out in the wilderness, she is, like, I mean, she's shown to be quite useless, right? Like, she has yeah. no skills. She doesn't bring any, like, you, you sort of, maybe I don't know, maybe commentate, commenting on this, but, like, she, outside of her element, right, outside of the sort of high school social dynamic scene, outside yeah. of that environment, she's, like, nothing, you know? Rob, maybe, maybe you um, uh, develop feelings for women based on their survival skills, and that's how you judge them. But for me, I, I judge them based <laughs> on, you know, the, the, I judge them based on other traits. So yeah. from my perspective, yeah, I, I get, I, I know she's out of her, ele- I know she's out of her element, uh, in, in the woods and, you know, she's just like a good person. I mean, she's a good person. She is a good person in is the she? way that, uh, okay. Yes, yeah. She's... In, a lot of, in the way that a lot of pretty people are good, are good people because they have no reason <laughs> to hate anyone. Right? Yeah. I guess of, she, lot- she did have that scene early on where she took all the girls, like, and the girls were arguing and she took them aside and wanted each one of them to tell the other girls what they liked about. Like, that was a nice, I mean, it was sort of a plot device to get the viewer to remember the names, right? Because she had each one of them say the name and what they liked. Yeah, but but, but it was a nice, like, little, you know, gesture. Like, you could see, like, why she has influence, right? Because she does things like that and the girls will listen to her. Right. So, yeah. So then we have um, Shauna, who I think is supposed to have the, like, the generic personality and uh and she's she's jackie's best friend and so she's still alive later um she is she's having an affair uh this what did you think about this affair with this guy with this i don't know israel looks like an israeli he talks like an israeli i don't know like like an israeli i thought he just talked like a regular high school jock did he talk no no the affair the affair with the with the guy not that's that's not who she marries later, Shauna, right? Uh, no, no, Jackie's but boyfriend. who she have an affair with as an adult, not the the husband. Oh, is oh. <laughs> Adam? Yeah, her son is, the husband's <laughs> not Israeli. Israeli. No, that's like, I don't think it sounds like an Israeli. He just sounds like a guy who's trying to. He he like sounds like he's trying to be cool. He he's obnoxious <laughs> to me. 
that that character doesn't make sense to me the adam character who the adult shauna is is sleeping yeah. you know cheating on her she's, husband, she's right? at this point she's a 40 year old woman she's overweight she's a good looking for an overweight yeah. 40 year old woman you know but right. uh but this guy is like some kind of you know israeli some kind of mediterranean well so so she crashes uh, into him right she's not paying attention she crashes into this car the guy who steps out is this like you know, yeah, small a guy, guy yeah. in his thirties, pretty good looking guy, has a is weird. He in his thirties? Could be in his twenties. Could he? Could he be in his twenties? Could be in his late twenties. That's possible. But he's like he's an he he's an artist who has a coexist bumper sticker. But then like he's like, oh, let me take care of it. I have a friend who's a mechanic who can handle this. And it's like, what are the odds that an art student with a coexist bumper sticker has like friends who are mechanics who owe him favors? And again, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that. There's something wrong with this. I don't know if it was if but, the but writers he's, he's were being. Been, Silly he's or... the mechanic. We saw he was at the he was at the um, the mechanic he's at the auto shop. body shop, right? Like he was yeah. doing something there. That didn't like I don't know if he works there because well, he also mentioned thing. that he went to art school later, <laughs> which didn't make sense either. Well, but, I think so. Though I think there's something going on here because he also, I mean, when he runs into her at the hotel, there's no explanation of how he runs into her at the hotel. He said he right? likes to get mojitos or something there. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, like this mojito in the lot, you know, like at, at, at the <laughs> hotel bar. You know, like, I just at the hotel bar and yeah so i well didn't who was it someone mentioned to shauna that like oh it's her daughter right shauna's daughter i don't remember the girl's name but her daughter is like hey this guy probably knows who you are mom like you're googleable like you can just search yourself online and people like you're you're a known person a public figure and so this guy is probably that could be potentially just stalking you or like want something for maybe Adam is the one who's sending these weird text messages. Well, asking for that's, that's, that's the possibility that, that it doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, you know, because uh, yeah, how, okay. So, so they meet and then uh, yeah, the, the running into the hotel is a pretty big coincidence. And then um, he takes her to a party where her daughter is, it's in New York city. So they go to a party in New York. They happen to be at the same party in New York city too. Yeah. Where they bump into her 16 year old daughter, Shauna's daughter. <laughs> And then they, uh, and then like when she sees her daughter, um, uh, Adam comes and like starts hugging her, like, "Oh, what's going on, baby?" So I think he's trying to get her to have a divorce. He is yeah, doing. He's some. He's somebody sending him the Israelis. Yeah. I don't know who. Jack, the, the, Jack Jackie. Uh, who is sending him? Yeah, maybe. Although the the setting up of their introduction to one another is, I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Because she did like crash into him. Right, like he didn't bump into her randomly. Like she did crash into, so there's yeah. still like room for plausible deniability. Like we don't know for certain that he is uh, a nefarious character. No, we we don't right? know. We don't know. It could have all been. A, I think it would be bad writing if it wasn't good. She bumped into him, but like you know, whatever. He was stalking her, and you know, he he, he hit his brakes or or something. Yeah. Maybe we find out because she was arguing with him at the start. She comes out and she's like, "It's all your fault." We don't. I don't know if do we actually see it. Maybe it was his fault. Um, we don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it was her fault. But but it's possible. Yeah. Maybe he, yeah. he orchestrated it somehow. Oh, even if it's even if it's even if it's um even if it's her fault, still he could be. I mean, it, it would be that would be less of a coincidence than him finding her at the hotel and then him taking her to the same party at, in New York City as the daughter. That is that is much harder to believe as a coincidence than this guy yeah. was talking to her. She like to TV shows up. do that though. It's like I think TV shows play play with that that trope too because like sh- there's always these weird coincidences in TV shows for the sake of the plot. But then, you know, they could also, you know, stretch it so much that that um, that it could be yeah. part of the, you know, like like he 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 planned it from the beginning, and that's why these coincidences occurred. And 
Yeah, so, in the middle of the day, he just, it's like the middle of the day, he just goes to this hotel lobby to get mojitos, and then he yeah, just slices too. the Like, both coincidences, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's just hard to know like how seriously to take the show at this yeah. point with, with, the, with weather. And plus, like this is obviously an older woman's fantasy of like you know he's like you know he's too good for he's too good for. Her. I mean he's like he's like a very like smooth like hip you know mid twenties. He's just yeah. like an old housewife. He's uh, and, he is like a, a a dream right because because he's he's good looking. He has that like whatever the 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 sort of vibe of uh, someone you would want to have an affair with. But yeah. then he also has like good banter right like like Shauna's character. The adult version, it's weird, like, her her teenage self is, like, morose and, like, stressed and whatever, but then the 40-year-old version of Shauna is, like, you know, likes to likes to sort of be quirky and get into no, her No, but I think, I think that's Adam bringing out of her. I don't think she was like that before. I don't think she's like that in uh, most situations. a little bit with her daughter and with other people around her, but yeah, Adam brings it out more, and... Yeah, so, and, and even her husband, right? Shauna's husband is also, like, very good-looking for his yeah. age, right? Like, he's well, yeah, but he's cheating, so it makes sense. He's bored with her, and he's cheating on her, so that's sort of, you know, that makes sense. Uh, but this guy, <laughs> this guy is clingy. This guy keeps texting her, and she doesn't respond in the last episode. He's like, oh, I'm Are we sure he's that. cheating, though, is the other thing. Like, we but do yeah, see him weird, in the she's him walking with a woman, but we don't yeah. know for certain what's going on there. He, you don't see him kiss her or, hold, or even hold her right, hand. They're just right, walking right. together. Well, he's he's lying to her constantly about going to you know this something. But he's lying yeah, to her. All the time. Like, this could be one of these weird plot twists. We're like, oh, I've been I've been planning our like you know uh, uh, whatever like to renew our vows, <laughs> and I've been planning it with this other woman to help us. You know, whatever. She's like the travel agent or like the wedding planner or something, right? Like it could be. We don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of planning. Yeah, he's. He's going out in the middle of the night. He, say, he keeps saying, you know, the data, you know, the, what is it, the data, the data distribution, the logistics the program. The inventory database. <laughs> I need to go check on the, yeah, you're so, yes. But maybe, maybe he is, like, literally trying to fix the inventory database, and he's meeting with this woman to help plan something for Sean. Right? Because well, maybe, that woman is an, maybe that woman is an inventory database expert. Who's Possibly, to to you know, she's a consultant. But, but there was that very sweet scene where uh, yeah, the, Jeff, the husband and, and, and Shauna, they're with Jackie's parents. Apparently, they meet with her every year to celebrate Jackie's birthday because she's dead. And yeah. they're like, you know, the, the the mother of Jackie's making these snide remarks about how Shauna is like lives a mediocre life and how you can't whatever. Just just like making all these cutting remarks. And then, yeah, Jeff stands up for her and then later says that he loves her. And I think it's possible that like it's not it's not totally clear yet that he's been. I, I feel like the yeah. show would have made it clear by now that yeah. he was cheating. Yeah. Somehow, like, it could also just show him, right? Like, the show doesn't have to hide it. The show could just follow him yeah. along to the hotel and then, like, make out with some woman or something. Yeah, just yeah, to, like, still, it's, it's still a it's mystery. It's still a little it's bit of a mystery. It's still a mystery. Yeah. He's the one who's stalking everyone. He's sending the letters. He's sending the letters. He wants to find out what happened. He wants, him to, too. he wants to someone get it out of yeah. him. Uh, he's, yeah, um, he could be bitter somehow about that, Jackie's. That was, that, by the way, that scene with yeah, that scene with Jackie's parents. That was that was BS. I mean, that was like that was such bad acting. It was so over the top. Oh, Jeff, uh, you know you you know you were with Jackie. You know somebody so beautiful and perfect, but then you had to set. Oh, I didn't. It's like very like obvious, like over the top. Uh, I, I thought that was like probably the worst acting on the show that I've seen so far. Yeah, from the old lady from, yeah. from Jackie's writing. mom. Bad writing, maybe it's not her fault. The actress. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the best. That wasn't the best scene. I mean, what's going on with 
So there are a couple of characters in the show that in the 1996 timeline or or setting, the two girls. One is Lottie. Yeah. Who well, so is, before we get to the, before we get yeah. to the more minor, let's talk about Thais. Let's talk about Thaisa because that's the other big uh, one we haven't talked about. Yeah, we haven't so talked that's about the, that was the second girl. So there's two girls who have like something going on with them, either paranormal or mental illness or something. But yeah, Thaisa is the uh, one of one of the one of the girls. Yeah, so she's just she's as an so she's like uh, she's a she's a black girl. She's taller than the other ones. She's a lesbian. Um, she has an affair with one of the girls who we don't see in the future. But she also she's we see her in the future. She's married to a woman. They have this kid who I think is her wife's son. Son. Um, yeah. And uh, he's got some paranormal. He's got some thing going on. He's. he's got I don't some, know if he does. I don't. I think well, he's, he's just seeing his mom act crazy. <laughs> like that's what his thing is, right? But he sees he keeps seeing a woman in the tree. That's Taisa. Uh, what's the, what the hell's she doing? Yeah, what's she doing in the tree? Sorry, what's she doing in the tree? You saw that, right? You saw that at the end of episode yeah. six. Taisa hangs yeah. out. Well, we okay. So we saw in one of the earlier episodes that Taisa, sixteen-year-old Taisa, nineteen ninety-six, is um, like she she was outside eating dirt, right? Like she's eating dirt. She's like crazy. Later you see her in the, in the lake with her girlfriend or whatever. One of the other girls who they're, they have a relationship together and the girl comments, she says, why are your fingernails so dirty? And Thais is like, know. I don't know. You know, so not, like ah, she has that. like a, something going on with her. She's split personality dirt. or like, yeah, she's eating dirt, but she turns into like a demon. She's like, dry, you know, her, her, yeah, her, yeah, her, her crazy. Her, you can tell that she's like, you know, not present. So and then, and then she's also living in the tree. Like we see her living in the tree in episode six, and then we see the cell phone. So we, we this clarifies it's not like a, two different people. It's not like there's like a bizarro Superman. It's like there's not like a different Taisa. Um, it's like <laughs> no, the no, same no, no, person. No. She has, yeah, she has herself. Uh, uh, and then her, her son, Sammy, kept making like early episodes. He keeps saying, like, the you know, the tree. Yeah. He, says, he says to Thaisa, You're not the bad one. And Thaisa's like, What are you talking about? Is there a bad one? What do you mean? And Sammy's basically saying, like, There's a bad version of you, but he won't, he doesn't say that. He just is the bad one. And then he says, The lady in the tree. And Thaisa, yeah, we're, we don't know who that is, but then we discover that it is Thaisa who hangs out in the tree and, like, I guess basically, like, visually or verbally harasses her son from the outside while she's sitting in a tree eating uh-huh. dirt like something's up there <laughs> I mean, random now that i think about it like uh, yeah. so she's a major politician she's a politician now. but you know they make too big of a deal of the state senate i asked someone in politics like she has a like an announcement and she's like we're a candidate for state senate and, like all these reporters show up i'm like is that is that realistic and someone probably someone can know <laughs> like yeah i don't yeah. think there's that much coverage of state senate so thaisa is like a modern figure so she's like a professional woman she's like the most conventionally successful of all of them i don't know what her job was but now she's running for state senate um, yeah, but they must be pretty good money, right? Because they have a pretty nice house. They have a, a son who they presumably had through some kind of in vitro artificial process, and that's not cheap. So, like, she, she or and or her wife must be doing pretty well for themselves. But yeah, yeah oh, her wife is. Um, isn't her? Didn't we find that her wife was? Uh... No, I don't know. Uh, did we ever find? Did we ever know what that? What she? What she did? Maybe I don't, know, I, don't, I don't recall personally what 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 happened there. But yeah, she's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're the uh, they're the only. Um, I mean, you know, Taisa's 
mental condition aside, they're the only sort of functional and healthy ish relationship that's portrayed in this show, right? Like you see Shauna and her husband who have somewhat of a what mundane, loveless marriage, and they're both cheating on each other. You see Misty, who's like, we haven't talked about Misty yet, but she's like not with anyone and she goes on these awkward dates with these guys. You see like Natalie hooking up with randos in a motel room. So like the only like, you know, somewhat a uh, healthy and stable relationship is Thaisa and her wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so there, yeah, the, that was fun. There was no, you know, you think this like black lesbian running for office against a Republican, you'd think it'd be more political than it is, but it's like, it's how do you not know she's true. not a Republican? Richard, she could be a Republican. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> we, they, they never mentioned the parties. Yeah. They don't mention the, they don't oh, no, mention. No, 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 you're right. They are, they are Democrats because you see, Oh yeah, scene. yeah. That's right. That's right. Yes. Thaisa. Yes, yes. With the very old white lady who like yeah. pressures her, the old white lady's like, "What really happened out there in the wilderness with you and the other girls?" And Taisa basically says she doesn't want to talk about it. And the old white lady's like, "I have donated so much money to women's causes and black causes and black women's causes. How dare you not tell me what's what happened with your, you know, with this traumatic ordeal that you went through?" Like basically, you know, saying, uh, "I'm not going to fund your campaign unless you spill the dirt," you know. Yeah. And then she's like, why do you get like, why do you come along and you think you get that? Like, she's like telling him like you and your white privilege, like coming down and talking to me. So it's like the black woman, like telling off the, uh, the white liberal lady. Um, but you know, that's like, yeah, that's as political as a guy. Like, I think that like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's, uh, you know, the idea that this would be, I don't think we're that progressive in 2021. Like I, I don't know. Does Lori Lightfoot like have a, um, does she have a wife? Um, like, are there a lot of black lesbians? Like, are there a lot of black Do you think Thaisa is loosely based on Lori Lightfoot? <laughs> I'm just thinking, is there, like, are we so progressive now that, the, oh yeah, Lori Lightfoot does have it. Okay, so. Is okay, Lori so Lightfoot I guess, the, I guess, the lady in the tree? Lori Lightfoot is the lady in the tree. Lori Lightfoot has, does have a one? wife. Uh, does have a tall white wife. Um, oh, white lady. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and and so, okay. I guess it's not that. I guess it's not that unreal, unrealistic, um, you know. But her wife like looks conventionally like I think okay for like an older black woman, um, and so like I don't know. Most lesbians in politics like don't look, yeah, you know, are, are not you know not even you know that good looking. I mean, they're very look at Lori Lightfoot and, and her wife. So I don't know. There's something. It's not very. It, it's it's an overly. Um, I think well, the, the everyone's hotter on TV too, right? Like everyone's yeah, just, I, you know, like a, in just, real life, a woman like Shauna would not be married to a guy who looks like Jeff and like, yeah, everyone's yeah. just, yeah, know, unless Jeff, unless Jeff, it's TV. Yeah. unless Jeff everyone. is just sentimental and, you know, he just sticks with his, you know, he doesn't, he sticks with his wife or, you know, it's realistic. He, she got him when they were young and then he just cheats on her. Like, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's realistic. But you know, it's the yeah, same actor I, just, I found interesting. The guy mm-hmm. who plays Jeff, the teenage version of Jeff and the 40-year-old Jeff, same guy. They just uh, no? digitally Which one is the real one? Which one is the real one? The older or I the think younger? the older one is the more... I think they aged him a little bit because he's actually not 40. In re- yeah. He's like 30 in real life. So they just like altered him one way, you know. Wow. So maybe he's a little bit older than that. He might be like mid-30s, but yeah. I think he's, he's closer to the they're... older version. Mm. Which makes sense, right? Because he looks like he's in good shape. He's still handsome. Like, you know, whatever. Good, like full head of hair. So yeah. I think this show, yeah. I think this show would be better um, uh, without the future. I think the 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 in the woods. Um, I think is much more interesting and compelling uh, than the future. The future provides some spoilers. I think it would be better without the spoilers, not to know uh, what what happened. 
Um, So I think I would just... Well, they would need, like, for hour-long dramas like this, they need, like, an A story and a B story. Unless they just cut it in half, right? Like, unless every episode was 30 minutes long and they just focused on the Uh, could. I guess you could could have cut-ins, I guess, from, like, when they were in high school, like, before they got trapped. Uh, You could do that. That and then get maybe get to the future later, but I, you know, I, I'm not benefiting a lot from like the 40 year old woman like storylines with their like you know loveless marriages and you know the stalker. I'm not that interested. Like I'm more interested in the hu- you know what's going on the human experience of being in the woods and what's going to happen to their relation. I'm much more just like oh you know if, whether it's you know uh, Jackie comes back or it's you know Nana what happens to Taisa's you know political career. I, I couldn't care. I, like I really don't care much at all about any of that stuff. Um, yeah. And Who, so and if do you, you do, think though, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's distracting because you're like the whole time you're like, uh, is this really the same? You know, is this the same person? Like, you know, I think you really want like to have different actors playing to people at different part of their lives. It's got to be really. I mean, it's got to be really tight. Now, in the intro, in the in the intro, when they have that, uh, they have um, uh, old Shauna and young Shauna. You see it. You see it, like they're presenting it to you like they're being transformed uh, Thaisa, by the way there's also flashbacks to when she was like a little girl like so she you have high school Thaisa, adult 40 year old Thaisa, and little girl and, and then they're like a completely different color each time like when she's like a little girl she's like very dark and then she's like and then she's like lighter and eyes i guess the high school well, people do change show. like you know your your skin and your eyes and your hair and stuff i mean like yeah but it's a, yeah it's a tv gets, show yeah. so i think it gets dark, i think it gets darker though it went in the wrong it went in the wrong direction i think with with uh Thaisa. Um, but you know, I guess I, I just, I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I think also I have a more philosophical objection. It's like humans are the way we experience time. It's like, we never experienced parts of our lives simultaneously, right? Everything is chronological. So everything in the past is a, is a memory, uh, you know, is a faint dream. Everything in the future is just sort of a fantasy and all we have is the present. And so to have like an experience where like, okay, now I'm 40 year old Richard and now I'm 20 year old Richard and now I'm elderly Richard dying. And now I'm baby Richard. And it's like all the same story and we're watching it simultaneously. I just think there's something, there's not, you know, there's something, uh, it takes us out of like sort of what the experience should be. I'm fine with chronological, uh, think, but not it's jumping interesting back. What you're saying here, because so earlier you mentioned that if they, if they had made the main storyline, what was going on in the woods, and then they occasionally jump back to show what their lives were like in high school. That would be okay, but that would also be a, a, a sort of two separate yeah, timelines guess, as well. Yeah, I guess. I guess the okay. The okay. I guess the the difference here is in in this show, the two timelines are equal. One is not derivative off the other. It's like they're just as important, yeah, and they get yeah, just yeah, as much sense. time. This one. Well, you know what this reminds me of is: Did you ever watch the show Lost, where they had the the, the they're sort of stranded on this island in Lost? But then, at least for the earlier seasons, they would occasionally jump back. And so you would see the characters before they shipwrecked on the island, what they did in their day jobs, what their relationships were like, all of that stuff. And I think it was it's interesting for the reason that you're saying, right, is like the main storyline is on the island and you get to you get to get a sense of who these characters were before they got there and who they really are and what motivates them and so forth. And in this case, yeah, you're 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 not sure which like which timeline to center or whatever. Like you don't know yeah. which one is primary. Is it, is it the 1996 timeline or the, I mean, I guess you could say the 2021 timeline because that's like the present and you're sort of yeah. glimpsing into the past to see what yeah, happened. But that one sucks. The, the past one is the good one. I mean, that's the one that should be it's more should interesting. Be and so that's the one that you're more. Int- yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense. 
So yeah. I haven't, I, yeah, I haven't, it's, I haven't it's seen odd, those. But I get what you mean. I understand what you're saying here. It's weird how we're sort of perceiving them differently, but yeah, I, I agree though generally that the the uh, 1996 setting is more compelling, and like that's where I'm like actually paying like 100 percent attention and not like checking my phone or anything. I actually want to see like how they handle this. Do you think they're handling it well, though? Like, not not the girls, but like, is the is the show's portrayal of like how sixteen year olds would interact in a sort of life or death situation is that realistic? Do you think? Uh, so, I mean, going back to uh, just one more thing, I'll say about that. I haven't seen Lost, but the uh, uh, Breaking Bad and Saul do this really well. There's a central in each show. There's a central timeline. You're just going, okay. this, but then you're getting glimpses. You're getting, and, and you're not even sure what's real or what's not in the past. You're just getting like a bare hint. And this is the way sort of memory works. It's like, I don't remember like entire years of my life. I remember like a glimpse of, I was talking to this person or this thing happened. And so that like, that's just like sprinkled into the main story that I think is, that I think is perfect. And that's very, uh, that's very good. Um, but as far as like realistically how 16 year olds, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, I nothing struck me as uh, absurd. Um, uh, you know, I think that you know you'd be, you know, I think that yeah, you go out there and you try to you try to survive. I think they're almost doing too well. I don't know how much time has passed in the show so far. Um, it's hard but, to get a sense know. of that, right? Is it is it like weeks? I guess. Could you be know, months. Like, we, know, we know it didn't winter day. So, like, say, they, you know, Tyson, last episode is what happens when winter comes. So, we, we know at least there hasn't been a, uh, hasn't uh, I guess a year. Been, but yeah, is it, is it like, is it one week or is it a month? Is yeah, it two yeah. months? Like, it could yeah, literally I mean, be they anywhere. Conveniently, from you know, they conveniently find a cabin so they have shelter and they conveniently find endless bullets, right? A gun with, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I guess, yeah. I, I guess what's going to have to happen at some point, the gun is going to have to break or something. And so then I think then things, because the gun is bailing them out right now. Um, they yeah. can, they have, they have access to food and, you know, unlimited yeah. bullets very, very conveniently um, because, you know, they, they told yeah. us that. Uh, they have enough to practice and become <laughs> become good hunters. So. Yeah, they don't even yeah. look like they're they're stranded, right? Like I was watching with my girlfriend, and she was watching this. Like these girls are like, e- even though like they're a little bit grungy or whatever, like that's not yeah, how you yeah. know how you would look if you went like you know a month without a shower. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they yeah. have the lake. To be fair, they do have the lake, and you see them sort of bathing or whatever. But they still look like their clothes are clean. Like yeah, the cabin. It's like there are worse ways to be stranded in that kind of situation. One thing yeah, I thought the show did that was yeah, clever the, the, is uh, that they're the, a team, right? Like they enter, like they crash land, and they're they're a soccer. Like they already have established that they're a team, and so I think this helps to like make it more believable that they're able to survive is because they're used to working together. Whereas if it was just like if you put I don't know eight or ten random sixteen year old girls together, they wouldn't be able to work that way. Yeah, but I mean people in general for that matter. Yeah, I mean, people can be resourceful in these situations because it's not like they have, you know, it's not like you have anything else to do and like you're focused on your survival. So I think people can pretty quickly, you know, come together and find a way to survive. Uh, but you're right, like, you know, their legs should be like hairier. I mean, I don't know if you see their like their legs, like they don't have like body hair or, or I'm like not paying attention to their legs, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, you know, it's just like little things like that. You would, and like they should be getting thinner, and they're, you know, they're they're not as far as I can tell. And so, like, you'd have to like, you want to do this well, you'd have to make the actresses like starve during the show because you need them right. to get thinner. Um, and they're they're really not. I mean, I don't think they physically look. Uh, they look the same, better. more or less. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Hungry, you would have like, the wanted them to at least look visibly thinner in some way like not not like gaunt but like maybe five to ten pounds lighter just to show the progression like the coaches too right like you would expect the the guys oh, yeah. to look thinner 
but like uh yeah the none of the male characters look you know they look the same basically yeah yeah so, it's it's er, yeah it's early so it's like uh you know it's early so it's maybe it's only been weeks i don't know we don't we don't she had enough time to miss a period um, you know, I think that's, I think that the, the, the menstrual cycle maybe tells us something because she, she, they had the, the cycles, they were all, uh, had a period at the same time. And then she tries to have the abortion, but she fools them in the one time into thinking that she's had her period. And so maybe we know it's been enough for one menstrual cycle, um, but not two menstrual cycles. Maybe so that's like a mondish, roughly yeah. speaking. Um, <laughs> right. so, one yeah, thing I thought maybe, that the, that was a good, good on the part of the writers was to, uh, which I, I mean, it was it, you know, convenient or was it good? But the coach uh, lost his leg, right? Like he gets it trapped under part of the airplane in, in the first episode, and then like Misty chops his leg off and cauterizes it, and so now like the or the assistant coach, right? Ben, I think is his yeah. name. He he would have been like almost by default the leader of this group because he's an he's the only adult. Well, first he'd be the only adult, and he's like an adult male. And he knows how to shoot a gun, right? Like he's the one who taught the other kids how to shoot. And so by breaking his leg and like literally making him, you know, have to walk around with a crutch, like his authority is diminished. And so basically like they're a leaderless group, essentially. There's no like clear de facto leader. Yeah. Yeah. And Misty is such an evil character. So Misty is the reason we find out in season two, right? She's the reason they, 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 I guess that box was like a tracker. They would have found them. Yeah, that was a. It would have sent a distress signal. Uh, yeah, that was that was a really interesting scene, right? Because you see at the beginning of that episode, you see Misty like four years before that, right? So she's like twelve or thirteen or something. I don't know, but she's you know, or she some kids make fun of her. Like I don't know. They're basically like she's mocked and teased. You can tell like just by the way she looks. She has bra- I think she has braces when she's a kid and glasses and her frizzy hair. Clearly unpopular and not liked. And then they get to this, you know, they have this uh, life and death situation and Misty, like, you know, she starts like taking charge and like helping people with their medical problems because she said she took like a babysitter CPR course or something. And so she's helping them. And then she overhears a couple of the other girls say something like, you know, if Misty wasn't here, we'd all be fucked. And she hears basically she's like, wow, this is the first time that people like me. And she enjoys this feeling of being wanted and liked so much that when she encounters the distress signal box in the wilderness, just by chance, she, she like damages it so that there's no distress signal sent. And so that's yeah. purposely be stranded. She's, yeah. uh, she's crazy, man. Yeah, she is crazy. That is crazy. And then she poisons the coach. Uh, this is a coach so he can be dependent on Why her. Why does she poison him? Huh? Why, why does she poison him? Oh, to make him weak and dependent on her, I think. Oh, was it a Munchausen by proxy thing? <laughs> it's, it's doesn't have to be Munchausen. I, I, is that what, is that the is that the motivation of Munchausen to make them weak and dependent? I don't know, but like she loves she loves the fact that he can't she need he needs her, um, and she wants to like, <laughs> turn that into like a I relationship. About that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she tries, to, and he's like, and he um, he uh, pretends to be in love with her too. Um, Right. And 
he's in a tough situation. You feel bad for this guy. He's in a tough situation. <laughs> he needs this. <laughs> he needs this girl to survive, and she's like obsessed yeah. with him. And, and like, she's you know, the she's one who like knows the most about like medical procedures and whatever. And she's the one who's basically kept him alive thus far. She's the one who cut his leg off, cauterized it, and sort of nursed him back to health. And it's an interesting sort of uh, what reversal, right? Because you have uh, a teenage girl who's like sexually pressuring a grown man. And the grown man says, yes, but let's not tell anybody about this. And so like ordinarily, if you saw a situation where like there's a like a budding romance going on between a grown man and an underage girl, and the man is like, don't tell anyone about this. The man is the one who's the predator and the girl's the one you feel bad for. Yeah. But in this case, it's like it's the man you feel bad for. Yeah. And this girl is the one you'd be terrified of. Yeah. So Misty ends up like their leader, right? We, we see the scene where she is like i don't know she's like their leader somehow right i uh, i guess at least when it comes to the sort of medical issues well, you don't really see her like exercise any authority the ceremony where they all eat that meat uh oh that's later right that's like sort of a glimpse into the future yeah right yeah 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 where she's wearing like the the elks antlers or whatever and cut like they're all wearing fur I, i'm very curious to know like what what happened how we get, that how we get to, there. yeah how the, yeah how the, how the show gets them there yeah um, and, and so and so somebody is you know so cannibalism is the thing so the opening scene of the show um is somebody a girl is running i, I should go watch this now because i i you know i didn't know who the characters were so now maybe like it'll it'll make more sense was that Jackie? I don't know who who falls in there. Oh, in interesting. That. Yeah, I don't remember. I know. I know what you're talking about the scene. There's a girl who's running. She fa- doesn't. Do they? Does she? Do they trap her, or does she just fall and die? Well, no. Well, well, somebody somebody set the trap because there's a bunch of uh, like sticks like sitting on the floor. They're, they've been set there by somebody. Now, somebody was on this uh, in this wilderness before them. So there was somebody who had that, you know, the, that symbol on the tree right when they crash. There's a scene where the tree and somebody's got that symbol with like, you know, that person with the sticks through them. So somebody is there or there's a spirit or there's something there. Um, and that, you know, and and, uh, and so like, does that thing kill? Does that thing kill her? Does that thing um, control the girls? Is that thing you know, in whatever antagonistic, we, we don't know, but the girls end up, they end up in like some kind of tribal thing, or at least Misty does. Maybe not, maybe not the others. Maybe well, Misty well, is sitting around her. Well, yeah, that's right. There could be well, we like could there. Be members There's of some other tribe or some other clan or something. Yeah. Somebody that she that gets recruited into. That's yeah, possible. It, I mean, it's a weird thing, right? Because like, so, so Taisa, when she's, she's running for political office, her, her opponent, runs a political ad basically implying that like, you know, don't, don't, don't elect this cannibal. And you see a picture of like a woman eating like this big piece of meat, I guess like basically, you know, uh, calling attention to the fact that she, like there are rumors. I don't know if there's any, like in, in 2021, if it's confirmed that these girls were cannibals. No, no, it's not confirmed. It's, it's, but like they all thought, think that or something. And so, and so, so, but apparently it's true, right? Like they were cannibals, they were eating other humans, other. No, we we don't know. We don't know that for 100%. We see, oh, we, we see the girl get carved up. That's right. Do we see the girl get carved up at the beginning? Yeah. We do, don't we? 
Okay. I, yeah. Because we see them, we, there's a different scene. This is not the very beginning where they're all grabbing meat. That could be a person. That could be a person. It could be something else. It's uh, possible. Yeah. It could be a person. It could be an animal. Right. Because they are wearing like uh, furs yeah. of But like, the girl herself gets pulled and then carved up by somebody. So we don't see who, we don't see who's doing that. We don't see who eats Jackie or whoever that girl is. Um, Jackie gets a bracelet at some point. Somebody told me, and the girl who gets caught at the beginning was also wearing the same bracelet or not the bracelet necklace. Um, uh, okay. Somebody pointed this out. Somebody pointed this out to me. Um, so somebody is eating somebody. Somebody's eating a girl. We don't know who. Yeah. And then later okay. Misty and someone else is eating some kind of meat, which could be a human um, or it could be something else. Um, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, there's tons of, there's tons we don't, we don't know. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. Well, there's, I mean, there's, there's Lottie, right? So Lottie is the other yeah. girl who the show spends some time on who herself has some kind of a mental condition. There's the scene that flashes back to when she's a little girl. She's riding yeah. the backseat with her parents. Suddenly she starts screaming. And Not mental, it's supernatural. Some kind of supernatural thing. Well, we don't know for sure, right? I think the show keeps it deliberately unclear, right? Like I think it wants to sort of play with the viewer to keep you in a state of suspense, whether there's something supernatural or whether you could just chalk all of this up to sort of mental illness mm. and, yeah. you know, coincidences. Um, and so, yeah, Lottie screams as a little girl, they stop the car and then there's an accident that happens right in front of them. And so Lottie screaming, saved their lives. And it's suggested maybe she has like premonitions, maybe she's psychic or something. And then, but then the, the, the parents put her on medication, right? For the first few episodes, you see Lottie sneaking over to her luggage to take these pills. And you think like, maybe mm. she's schizophrenic or maybe she has something going on with her because later, like during the seance, right? Like Jackie organizes a seance, you know, to feel useful. And, uh, and then Lottie starts freaking out again. Um, and so we don't know, like, is she, what's going on with her, right? Like, does she, is there something supernatural? Is she, does she have premonitions? Is she just a little bit loop? Like, yeah, it's just interesting. Like they have, why do the writers have to give like all these girls something going on? Like Shauna, Shauna's like the only one among these girls, I think. Well, I guess there's the the other lesbian uh, young girl, right? The the white girl that Thais is dating, who's like, doesn't have anything going on. She's just a normal girl, but yeah. Seems like Sean is the only one who doesn't have some kind of like severe mental condition, or yeah, so Thais, yeah, or is Thais not like affected by the supernatural in some way, right? Yeah. Well, the Christian, the Christian girl too. Oh right, yeah. There's the Christian girl, which I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I guess arguably, if you're a fundamentalist Christian, you believe in the supernatural in some sense. But because she, she baptized Lottie, and then Lottie started having some kind of a weird vision. Yeah, and then right. there's 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 another bl- there's another black girl. I think it's Taisa's future wife is also there, um, and she doesn't have. Oh anything yeah, she has like a very yeah she has like a very much a secondary role, right? Like you don't really see her talk or do much. She's yeah, not like which one of like the- it makes yeah, which is sort of like the the point, I guess. When they're when they're older, she's like you know Taisa's like the man in the relationship, and she's like you know sort of the 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 background figure. Um, yeah, Taisa is and- like a more sort of dominant force in. Yeah, yeah, in the wilderness, right? Like she has a pretty big personality. She like stops people from fighting. Like there's a scene where Jackie and Natalie uh, have a disagreement and they're about to go to blows, and Jackie's like, you know, bring it on, burnout, and then Tysa yeah. gets between them and stops them. You know who fighting. I don't like? What character I don't like? I don't like the future Natalie. I think they're trying to do this like thing where it's like a male prototype, like a guy who just is like grizzled and like 
doesn't care and like you know is doing all this cool action hero stuff but she just looks like a you know she looks like an old lady and well, it's, she, it's, she it's, looks like a druggie i thought they did this well right like she you see her as a kid she's a burnout doing a lot of drugs and like that's what ha- like she looks the oldest right like she has leathery wrinkly skin yeah. she like her voice is like a little bit hoarse like that she's like this old woman but she's like sort of this she's this old you know she, the burnout what does she woman. do what does she do that's rambo oh what? right she she pours the gasoline on the guy with the lighter yeah. and it's, it's <laughs> tons was, of, she looks like she's about to do another rambo she's she was gonna go and she breaks into misty's house and she points the gun at, like you know she's like she's doing like, uh-huh. you know it's not that it's not like she's doing amazing like death defying stuff but it's like it's not what you think what you see like an old yeah, i thought she was just like a like a petty criminal you know well, i mean it's a little funny. bit over the top for the show but you know yeah, yeah but, but they're trying, they're, this is a male this is a male prototype i don't think it works with women it doesn't work with an older woman uh, mm-hmm. the uh the um oh that's funny when she points the gun at she's there when misty comes home and she points the gun at misty and and the boyfriend or whatever the guy she's dating, he just goes, he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'm out of here." Like he doesn't call the police, which I think is funny. He's like, "I'm not going to give him." That was hilarious. <laughs> I actually liked that. He was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Because because Miss, he didn't like Missy in the first place, and then he goes yeah. and sees the girl, and uh, yeah, yeah, they okay. Now I remember that scene. That was like a little bit silly. Yeah, like it's weird because Misty does crazy shit too, right? Like she literally, wherever the woman is, who's yeah, she following them around. Yes, 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 she kidnaps that yeah, woman. She, kidnaps she, puts she, she she sedates her, right? Like the girl gets in the car, she immediately <laughs> injects her with something, and uh, and then locks her up. But this is believable somehow. Like Misty's craziness makes sense, whereas Natalie's is a little. I guess what you're saying, right? Like it's sort of a male archetype of like you know grizzled yeah. burnout or whatever. But like Misty yeah. is shown from the beginning to be like a little bit loopy. And so it's consistent with her character. Natalie as a girl, I guess she's like shown to be kind of tough or whatever, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, there was that interesting scene where she's with, um, I don't know the kid's name, the teenage boy who they're, they're making out in the airplane. The, the, Travis. You know, the wreckage. Of, he's, he's the one. Travis. He's, he's, yeah. He was, he was, he was the one who guys who died, who dies later. Uh, oh right he does die yeah the, as an adult version they see him hanging hanging from the crane yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah so so yeah natalie you know they're they're making out in the wreckage of the plane when they're kids and then uh she's like you know he asks how many gr- guys she's been with and she flips out on him and like yeah gives him know, a feminist rant like why yeah, have they caught you know this guy did- now and yeah that yeah. was like well, a, her, I mean it was an, it, that, that whole like monologue, well her monologue that that rant was super interesting because on the one hand she's yelling at him saying like why are you asking me how many guys I've been with you don't get to judge me on that and like goes on this sort of like why do why is it that guys always have to pursue and the women are the one who have to say no and on and on and then she says I've been with two guys it was terrible I was drunk and fucked up and I was with this older guy and I basically basically she's saying I didn't like what happened. So it's like this interesting, like, uh, I, I found that, like, th- there's a complexity there of, like, on the one hand, you know, it's like this girl power message of, like, girls should be able to fuck around, too. But then on the other, it's like, when they do, they have these very yeah, horrible experiences yeah, older is, guys. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. The, the young Natalie is a very, I think, attractive character. And the older Natalie is a very unattractive uh, character. And the younger uh, you know, physically and you know, emotionally and spiritually, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the young Natalie. By the way, her her hair. I don't know what's going on with her hair, but it's too. It's like got this like style that is still with her. Um, 
well, yeah, you know, it doesn't grow. Her hair hasn't grown, right? Like that's the other yeah, thing. Like, it's, it's, it's all hair. styled, in like a, it's like a styled in a very unique sort of way. Um, yeah, I think it's dyed. It seems like it's dyed too hard. She's not a natural blonde, is she? Because she's yeah, older. So she's she have her roots growing in, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So she stays, she stays blonde, and it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't grow. Um, yeah, yeah. So she's that's a, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but she's like a, uh, you know, uh, one thing I thought it was like, the, there was so much swearing in the, they were the, the, the you know, they, they keep saying, you know, fuck, fuck, fuck. At the, um, at the, in like the first few episodes, I'm like, this is going to be the whole show, but then they stopped swearing. Did you notice this? Because I found it very annoying. I thought there was like overuse of trying to like, you know, shove it in our oh. face. Women can swear. Women can swear as much as men. But well, they are do you that talking for like about the, when they're teenagers or when they're when adults? When they're teenagers. When they're teenagers. But then they stop yeah, even as teenagers. Yeah, they, they, not as, it was very noticeable. Uh, mm. I think it was much more extreme at the beginning. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, well, was that was just probably? to like establish like that they're sort of, um, I don't know that these girls are tough and that they're able to handle challenges and they're a sport, you know, they're, they're sort of jocks, right? Like they're a sports team, something yeah. like that. I know what you mean though. I, I, I noticed it too, that it was a little bit over the top. Um, there was an interesting, uh, uh, I guess, subtext. I don't know how intentional this was about religion, which is so the uh, so one of the other characters, uh, Laura Lee, right? She's the sort of token fundamentalist Christian girl who's like, you know, before the games, she's like, let's pray, and then the girls make fun of her, and like basically, like she's like the sort of the butt of the joke for a lot of these these girls because of her uh, religious faith. But then once they get to, uh, what, like, once they're in this life and death situation in the wilderness, uh, like, they have these, like, burial rituals, right? And Laura Lee leads the prayers, and they're all into it. And, like, basically, like, once like w- once they're in a situation where survival is at stake, they're more open <laughs> to, like, religion and to rituals and to prayer and to, yeah. like, sort of memorial rites. Which I find yeah. interesting, right? Because like, that's consistent with a lot of the research indicating that, like, wealth correlates with atheism, like, both within countries and across countries, right? Like, poor countries are more religious. Within rich countries, poor people tend to be more religious. And I don't know if that was, like, intentional, but that was an interesting point there, that when people are in, like, very difficult situations, yeah. religion becomes more appealing. Right. Yeah, the, the treatment of Christianity is, you know, respectful, um in this show and they are you know the people do you know they gravitate towards people who you know especially in tough times who feel certain about themselves so the fact that lottie has no idea what's going she's either mentally ill or she's uh uh you know she's got some supernatural power yeah. yeah so she goes to the the christian girl's named laura you say laura lee yeah laura uh, laura laura lee her last name is lee they they all call her call her laura lee which I don't know if that means that's her last name or her middle name or, Lori, or if that's- not Lori. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, mm. Not Lori. Okay, um, Laura Lee. Laura Lee. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe middle name is Lee. Laura Lee, or you know, they wouldn't call her her first and last name. I don't think. Uh, so yeah, so Laura. Uh, so yeah, she's like certain of who she is. She actually stops Lottie when, you know, she's like devil be gone or something when she's, you know, freaking out. Yeah. She throws she the Bible at her and it works. Yeah. She just hits her with it. Yeah. It shocks her out of her, her, uh, uh her trance. And then, 
you know, she comes to her. Like nobody's saying this Christianity stuff is nonsense. Now it's it's funny because you could see a collision course at some point. You have an abortion storyline going on. You could imagine Laura Lee coming in and trying to save the the baby. Uh, you have a mm. lesbian thing going on too, which she could she could become like. <laughs> you could see the other side of this uh, uh, fundamentalist Christianity, which would be which would be funny. Um, but yeah, so the the abortion storyline, you know, it's like it's like just in time for this. Uh, for the recent news, uh, I wonder if next season, if it's not too late, they're gonna they're gonna play this up now because this is the current thing. But it's a show that's actually pretty um, pretty immune from the current thing. I mean, it's pretty. You don't have any Black Lives Matter. You don't have like any like you know you know, you have a black lesbian character. There's not. She doesn't face racism really, except for this one white, except for one white liberal. You know, white white, white, white liberal ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically trying to guilt her or like blackmail her into into telling her about her experiences. <laughs> yeah, and well, like it, it, it portrays society is like yeah, very progressive. Like it's not even an issue that she's like a lesbian and she has like you know uh, she has a lesbian. It's not even seen as like an issue. Like uh, her race is not seen as an issue either um, in the campaign. Uh, and uh yeah i mean and the guys i mean the men are not portrayed as like you know they're not portrayed as like preying on the women and like the situation like you could imagine that like they're you know the men are like natalie is more sexually experienced than travis and he's like afraid to do anything and then you have misty who's just like abusing this poor uh older assistant coach um so it's really it's not a um you know it's it's not a political show i mean it's it's um yeah. Uh, so which that, is, that which is, could, yeah, you could imagine it would be that way. Well, I guess you could say because so so there's the scene with Thaisa and the other girl, her girlfriend in the wilderness, the white girl, and they do keep their relationship a secret, presumably because you know, the other girls would judge them in some way. Yeah, but they, they, um, you, that's that's not in 1996, I and mean, of course they would. I mean, it's yeah. not like And so so they're sort of commenting implicitly on the fact that attitudes have changed and that in the nineties, you know, even, you know, this, this soccer team of teenage girls, like they would have been judgmental in some way about this, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, like, I, I wonder, cause I like when I watch, cause I remember like I was a little kid, but I have memories of the nineties and I wonder like, what do like young people think when they see, the nineties portrayed in that way. Cause like, it seems like relatively an accurate depiction of like attitudes and what it was like, especially the first episode when they're still like, you know, before the plane crash, like what do you like zoomers? What do they think when they see like portrayals of the nineties? Do they think like, Oh, it's so backwards and terrible and how homophobic or whatever, or well, do, do they see, think do like Ross or is it appealing in some way? Yeah. Well, do you see Ross do, do that? I mean, when he talks about the decadent society and that, like, if you look at like the clothes and like the Moors from like 1950s to 1970s, they're very different. But then you look at yeah. 1990s to 2010s and it's not really that different. Like somebody could pop in from the 1970s and 1950s, they'd look like they're from a completely different culture. And someone from the 1990s could pop into 2022 and it wouldn't be that different. Like the gay stuff is like the most extreme thing, but like, you know, even like stuff like racial attitudes was so different in fifties to the seventies, you know, it still hasn't changed that much since like the nineties. Um, uh, you know, there's this wokeness, but the, there's been previous iterations. There was previous iterations of like Rodney King and like all this, uh, uh, you know, all this, all these same issues. Um, yeah, yeah I think gay attitudes would be the one that changed the most. I mean, that's if you big, watch, yeah, unquestionably, yeah. unquestionably that's the big one, but it's like, you Maybe know, attitudes right. towards women, like, I mean, if you watch things from, like, the early 2000s, like, I mean, yeah, guys were, 
less like they were less um what concerned with saying things so, that today would i think be considered yeah. misogynist or sexist or something yeah. well, right? did you see Matt Iglesias tweeted a couple days ago like oh i have covid i've been watching entourage and that was a completely different time yeah right like the the entourage probably couldn't be made today oh no right? entourage like, be made. yeah but I guess, well, yeah, and the rap yeah. lyrics from the time. If you did, you listen to like Snoop Dogg's like first album. Oh, it was all yeah. about, like, I hate bitches. Biggie. I love slapping hoes. I love passing them around to my homies. I mean, it's really, it's really yeah, some yeah. pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't the, think like you know, I don't think. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really see like Kendrick Lamar or someone like or or Kanye or anyone like using those <laughs> kinds of lyrics today. Any of like sort of the modern rappers. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even like the casual, yeah, the casual sort of sexism or whatever of that time is different. But but what I wonder is that like when when young people who are sort of have been immersed in like this generation's cultural mores, like when a twenty year old watches something from two thousand two, are they like horrified by it or are they like oh it looks kind of nice or like think, what do they think? I don't think it's that different. I mean, you could you did see. I mean, like the sort of the academic like feminist critique, like this stuff was been around for ever so somebody like could say like oh this is a sexist like okay so that 1996 thing and one one like you know we're, we're watching uh when uh natalie's telling travis like why is this there? like i could have seen that being like a set and then during a show in the 1990s um it wasn't oh, yeah. you know it was like this the, this dude's like having fun thing was okay but there was also the critique of it was already uh there and it was like if you were like a little if you were i think too uptight about like sexism and entre you know we, we've gone away from like the sort of uh sex positivity but even this is i think very recent like i think it's like me too i think it's like me too and it might not be that lasting you know entourage when did entourage even end i mean it, it was 2006 know, to like 2011 or something yeah so 20 i mean yeah. entourage was there till 20 so like 10 years ago you could still the entourage was still there larry david you watch curb your enthusiasm and it's not like it's a different show than entourage he's not a young guy banging everyone but like the outlook is just like you know you know, it's like him and like his friends, like talking about how crazy women are and just trying to like get them to have sex. And so like nothing, you know, has really changed. It's still like the male heterosexual perspective is still, uh, can still be represented. And, on and those TV shows, yeah, but, but not today, right? Like those shows today. Well, Kirby like, Enthusiasm what, maybe, is on now. I mean, it's, it's still on now. Yeah, but is it this? Well, yeah, but Larry David, like now, now when Larry David does things like that, it's it's almost like a like unclear whether whether that like it's sort of a, a, it's meant to be a satire, I think, because he, he Larry David is one of these comedians who can like get get away with like making fun of like wearing a MAGA hat to like get out of getting beat up by a biker, like those kinds of scenes, right? Like no, it's but funny, I don't think it's that's different from the yeah. Yeah, but sex, but like sexist wanting to get laid, Larry David is the real thing. While the MAGA thing was just a, um, it was just an act, specifically an act within yeah. the show. I think you're supposed to, you're supposed to see the world through his eyes. Um, yeah. and it's the same as yeah, it's okay. the same. So you think that like the sort of general attitudes around like sex and, uh, you know, attitudes around relationships and those kinds of things. Do so you don't think they've changed much since like the Entourage era or like the sort of mid 2000s? I think that the last three to five years, so it's not like, I agree you know, with that, I think, that like in the last five years, things have changed a lot. That's yeah. Like but so we don't, so like if you're 20 years, you still sort of, you could still remember like 20, even if you're 20, you still remember like, you know, 2015, you were 15 years old. You might remember 2010, you might've seen entourage. It was, it was still sort of on when you were a kid. Um, so I, yeah, I don't think, yeah. So, and I, I you know, we'll see how long, uh, 
this stuff lasts. I mean, I do think, you know, this is a stupid example, but I, I watch the Sonic movies. I just watch the Sonic movies and I talk to you about them. And the, the, all the main characters are white guys. The women have no real prominent uh, roles um, in the, in the show. Maybe we should watch them, but it's like, it's like, white guys. Whole- isn't this like a cartoon hedgehog? Yeah. Dr. Robotnik is Jim Carrey. Um, who's like this white autistic genius. Who's like trying to, you know, uh, get Sonic. It's a, but Sonic's best friend is this other guy, white guy named Tom who's like a cop and the cop is portrayed sympathetically. He's just like a, you know, as a friend. Is, tales? is there like- tales in this movie? Tales comes in Sonic. T- this is not good. This is going to turn into a Sonic discussion. <laughs> Sonic, <laughs> okay. Sonic, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tales comes in Sonic too. But the thing, but the twist is he's married to a black woman, the, the, the cop, the Sonic's friend. So he is married to a black woman. Okay. She has a sister, um, but her sister, and this is what non-woke, this is how non-woke movies and shows represent black people. Her sister is this big black woman with an outgoing personality who's always like, Oh, you know, no, you didn't. I hate you, Tom. Like, so that's like, that's like, that's how you get representation in like a non, a non-woke show. Um, so, you know, so they're this, still playing on like these kind of tropes. These yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but okay. you know what? Okay. So this is, this is a better, uh, did I tell you about the, uh, the, uh, Amazon prime was promoting a show women, um, uh, uh, the summer, the, the summer I became pretty. Did you, have you looked at this? Uh, is this the one you sent me or was this something else like based on a I book have, or something? I might have sent it to you, but I, I watched the first like half of the episode, but honestly it became boring, but it's like, you know, it was a very like early 1990s kind of vibe to it. Um, so I guess what I'm saying, what I'm saying with, you know, all this stuff that seems stupid and unrelated is that I do think that like the stuff has peaked in art and culture. I do think, oh, the um, like, I do think the, the, the yeah, I, I do. I, I think it was uh, the Trump era, I think, was a really a, um, an accelerant for it. Um, I think the trans yeah. stuff, like when they portray, when they show, like, even the news stories about, like, Leah Thomas, like, now they'll have a scientist who says, oh, maybe they have an advantage and, you know, women's sport, you know, trans. Maybe <laughs> they have an advantage. Which <laughs> they didn't do, like, you know, they wouldn't even do that uh, five years ago. That's um, true. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, the Trump era coincided with Me Too, which coincided with a bunch of other cultural phenomena. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe maybe things are, you know, maybe maybe the pendulum is swinging back a little bit, right? And so, yeah, so I, th- I see, I see Yellow Jacket sort of in that vein. I, I right. you know, we should, what we should be doing is like one reason I wanted to watch uh, Sonic. Well, my son, my son loves it. I mean, so I, he wanted to, uh, you know, he, so he, you know, I got him, I got him, uh, you know, just to sit down and watch something. Um, so he 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 liked it, but the. Uh, um, you know, it's always good to watch like, oh, Northman, the, 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 uh, the, the yeah. Northman, the, the other thing we, I mean, the most unwoke thing I've, you know, I've ever seen pretty much. We talked about it the last year. So there, there, there's a lot of artistic output right now um, that is really indicates that 2019, 2020 um, might've been the peak of that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see. This, this is funny, right? Like the woke what? stuff, like they don't, it doesn't, it's not a moneymaker, right? Audiences will, I mean, you have you, I don't know, I think I asked you, do you see the new Top Gun? But that's like, you know, the, the best selling movie in the yeah. country right now. And it is like, it's so wildly anachronistic. Like the whole, like just the plot, there's no, no agenda whatsoever. I mean, arguably, you could say there's a right wing agenda because it makes patriotism look good. It makes yeah, the, yeah. the Navy look good, whatever. But like, it's just a straightforward movie about like a white pilot who like does good things and like is a good leader, a yeah. good teacher. And what, a good what, year was, what year was, what year was Midway? That was, uh, that was not that long ago either. A couple uh, years. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
but but well that was a portrayal of a real event though right so you could argue that that's like oh they're trying to portray yeah, world war ii and the way yeah. it was but top gun is like set in the modern age like top gun is set in 2022 tom cruise is an aging pilot and whatever and it's like yeah. like american flags and patriotism and like heroic actions and no like yeah. weird girl power moment of like you know the, the female pilot like outflying him to like show him his boss <laughs> or something like it's just a good movie right and, and it's and everyone loves it right surprisingly on rotten tomatoes the critics and the audience have it at like 98 percent or something so yeah, yeah so maybe we're, yeah, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen either top gun but i yeah tyler cohen made that made that point he said it's amazingly uh un, unwoke um yeah. so you're right there is a market the, the market mechanisms do put a limit on this we're like universities there's no market mechanism they can go as crazy as the, as they want um and so <laughs> yeah i mean the liberals are bumping up against human nature that's why these things swing that's why this that's why it never you know never this gender fluidity i mean it never it never goes on forever eventually you know human nature uh snaps back so um have you looked into um uh mm -hmm. have you looked into when like season two of yellow jackets is coming out um is it gonna be no I, I saw that it got renewed but i don't know when uh yeah when they're going to air it i think mm -hmm. later this year they're doing white lotus season two which we should watch. oh we gotta do that yeah, that's another think, one like, that did, did we talk about the non uh, that one was also not yeah, Andrew Sullivan wrote a whole piece on how unwoke. Yeah, it was. yeah, it was mocking of liberalism. That's right. That's right. Yes, we talked. To, yeah, we talked about this on our show. So, yeah, another one. I mean, it, it's all. Yeah, it's. Um, this is another. This is a. Uh, yeah, the culture. You know, the culture is, and even though you don't like Better Call Saul, that's also a very unwoke show. As I have to, I have to talk to my other friend about because you, you stubbornly refused to <laughs> give it to this brilliant show. I tried that. Yeah. 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 So there's like, yeah, th that's an interesting point. Maybe in the last, in the last year, year and a half, things are, things are sort of shifting. And yeah, this show does seem to be a part of that because even though it has, it has plenty of opportunities to be preachy, right? With Thais's character, with uh, what Natalie and the teenage boy and all like what, yeah, just, just there's uh there, there are opera and, and Shauna and her infidelity and her husband cheating on her. Like there are ways for them to insert agendas if they want, but it's just like a straightforward plot of like people who are complicated in, you know, situations acting human and it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we'll be and Rob Henderson are officially uh, optimistic about American culture and its ability, at least in, in movies and TV and art, which is you know obviously important to overcome sort of the, the nightmare that we have we have survived <laughs> over the last three three or four years. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Let's let's watch the you know rest of the season as, as soon as possible, and uh, yeah, let's do this again. Yeah. yeah we'll talk soon.